Why me? Yeah, you've heard it before. I'm sure you've even said it. It's a natural response to a continual onslaught of pain, sorrow, and confusion. The woman in our story asked the question many times. Would she get an answer? Let's get into it. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. <laughs> yes, and that includes sound effects. I'm Timothy Gregory, bringing to you the true story of a woman who thought her life would finally be easy until a freak accident destroyed those plans. We'll get into that and more on today's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Also, you want to stick around because later we're going to give the rest of you an opportunity to enter yet another sweepstakes drawing for a prize. Now, it's not a cash prize, but it is a prize, and I think it's a prize that you are really going to like if we draw your name. But first, let's get to it, folks. The true story of Corinne Bohannon. You headed out for a walk this early in the morning? It's going to be a busy day, Carlos. Got to get it in sometime. Uh-huh. You burning off calories so you can enjoy our special dinner tonight. Why not? We're celebrating our 16th, and I intend to make the most of it. So what you saying, Corinne? You expecting a really expensive dinner? <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> and... Aren't we blessed that we can afford to splurge now and then? You bet we are. Okay, then. Better get moving. Have a great walk. Bye. Oh, and be careful by that new drainage ditch. Help me. Someone help me. Carlos! Hey, lady, you okay? Ma'am. It's a long way to fall. Help me! Ma'am, are you hurt? Mm, yes! Okay, uh, I'll try to get down there to you. Please, hurry! Can you get up? No! I don't think so. My legs. I can't move them. Oh, God, help me! Corinne Bohannon's entire life was shattered just because she went for a walk. Her fall into a muddy ditch showed her just how much life can change in an instant. Would her life ever be the same as she struggled to answer the question, why me? This is the true story of Corinne Bohannon, right now on Unshackled. Falling face down in the rocks and dirt took away everything in my life I had taken for granted. Up till then, life was good with my husband, children, and successful career. That simple morning walk broke my spine. Wheelchairs and rehab replaced dreams and plans, and it all left me asking, why? Why did I have to endure a life so different than what I had planned? It also made me take a long look at my entire life and question every part of it, starting right from my youthful memories when I didn't believe my life mattered to anyone. Go away, Corinne. I'm walking home with my friends. Why can't I come? 
You think I want my friends to know what a whiny brat I have for a little sister? I'm telling mama. She doesn't care. She didn't even care about you when you were born. You take that back, Candy. Well, you'll find out when you start high school next week. What does that matter? You need your birth certificate. So? So, you'll see your first name is listed as Female Daniels. <laughs> what a name, female. But my name's Corinne, after my godmother. It is now, but nobody cared enough to name you until way after you were born. Stop it, I don't believe you. Ask mama, nobody wanted you. Female Daniels, you weren't even important enough to name. Our home life wasn't exactly the kind you see on TV. It was true I wasn't named on my birth certificate until later in life, and it made me feel unwanted and embarrassed. My parents tried to be good parents, but they were, in my mind, more interested in keeping up appearances than they were about the emotional stability in our home. Tanya, my second oldest sister, was quiet, and we got along fine. I fought often with my third sister, Jackie, but it was my oldest sister, Candy, with whom I was most at odds. Whoa, Corinne! You gonna break the door? I can't stand her! <laughs> Candy? She makes me so mad! So? Just because she's older, she thinks she rules the world! Well, I know better than to mess with her. I'm gonna get back at her. Jackie, you know that pretty red dress she's got? If you're thinking of doing what I think you're gonna do, I don't want any part of it. Do you think she'll let me wear it to the last junior high dance? Get out of my room. You'll never pull it off. Watch. I bet I do. Been nice knowing you, little sis. You about to start World War III. While it wasn't exactly World War III, when she caught me wearing that red dress, I didn't have to be told never to try that again. Eventually, I stopped trying to connect with my sisters and instead delved into astrology and the occult, making up imaginary friends to help me cope. My parents didn't care as long as we looked like a typical happy family to the neighbors. But when I entered high school, I knew I needed something stronger to guide my life than the occult. In fact, my whole family would need to find a new kind of strength to face the heartbreak that was coming. You okay, Corinne? How can she just be gone, Jackie? I know. She was coming to see my tennis match next week. Well, at least you won't have to fight with her anymore. Yeah, but still, I'll never see Candy again. Car accident was a bad one. It helps to know that she didn't suffer. But now she's gone forever. Why, Jackie, why? Don't ask me. Where do you think she is now? Well, we always went to church. But it wasn't really important to anybody. So, I, what do I know? You think she went to heaven? Or maybe hell? All I know is we have to find a way to help mom and dad get through this. How do we do that when we don't understand it either? As our family grieved for Candy, I kept wondering where she went and what she was seeing now. What did death mean besides separation? 
At home, I found the big family Bible where births and deaths were listed. Seeing her name so recently printed there scared me. Was she in heaven or hell? I fell to my knees and cried out, where are you, God? I need to find you. Though we were all searching for answers, it was Tanya's boyfriend, Michael Sr., who found the way. And when we went to the new church, we discovered there really is a way to know what happens when you die. Come on, Corinne. Michael's not gonna wait on you. We'll be late for church. I'm not going, I'll just walk to our old church. Mom says we all need to go. You said you wanted to go before. Ah, oh, fine, I'll go, but don't expect me to sit with you. Why? I don't want to sit up front. I'm fine by myself in the back. It's closer to the door. But even from the back row, when the pastor talked about how a life lived with Jesus also brings the promise of a place called heaven, I knew God was talking to me. In tears, I fell down on my knees in that little church and secured my place in heaven by receiving Jesus Christ and trusting him to be my savior. For the first time, I felt free of my doubts and fears. I even wanted to share my feelings with my sister Jackie. So I waited until after dinner, then knocked on her door. What? Jackie, can I come in? No. I have something to tell you. Okay, come in. But you can't borrow my new sweater. It's not about that. It's about church this morning. Which was weird. For all your talk about sitting in the back, you sure didn't waste any time running down that aisle. <laughs> Guess I looked kind of silly, huh? <laughs> yup. Well, why'd you do it? It's hard to explain. Still weird. But you've always been kind of a searcher. Yeah. All my life I've looked for acceptance and love and wondered why they were so hard to find. So you found your answers at church? No, not exactly. I found my answers in the one they were talking about. You mean Jesus. I found him just one month ago before you started attending with us. I think he's the answer to all our questions, Jackie. I do too. Our family surely needed some kind of hope. Thanks, sis. Oh, give me a hug. Okay, that's enough. Get off me. And get out of my room. Eventually, each family member came to find answers when our whole family turned to Jesus. And even though we would never be a storybook kind of family, we all found the peace that comes from trusting in Christ. It was a new beginning. And for me, the start of what would become a successful life, happily married and filled with hope. That is until my 16th wedding anniversary, when the doctors broke the news to my husband and I that nothing would ever be the same again. It brought me right back to the same questions I had always asked. Why? Would I really never walk or live a useful life again? Why, God? How can I manage this? What will my husband say? And where do we go from here?
Folks, we'll get back to Corinne's story in just a moment. But first, I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. Unshackled is now in its 71st year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link, if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org, and then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, Unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now, back to the true story of Corinne Bohannon. Those days following my hospital stay were desperate days. I couldn't figure out why this had happened to me. I was depressed and discouraged and starting to question God again. After all, I was a worker in my church, a wife and a mother, but how could I be useful now? During my many bouts of despair and self-pity, it was my husband, Carlos, who found ways to bring me hope in spite of his personal struggles. Come on. Oh! Corinne? Honey? Corinne, are you okay? What happened? I thought I could put some of these dishes away, but it's harder to do this from a wheelchair than I thought. Oh, that, that's okay. I'll take care of it. No need to cry over dishes. I'm not crying about dishes. I'm crying because I can't even do the simplest things anymore. Then you just cry all you need to cry. Then we'll figure it out. I'm so sorry, Carlos. All the things we planned, we can't do them anymore. So we make a new plan, honey. How? By taking one day at a time and trusting each other to keep trying. I know you can do it. You're stronger than you think. Not anymore. I'm useless. There's not a lot I can do from this wheelchair. Listen, Corey. I believe God still has his hand on our lives. We may not be able to do exactly what we plan, but we can trust him enough to follow his plan. I'm sorry, Carlos. I've let you down. No, no, that's not true. Do you remember that shirt I got you? Yes. What does it say? I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Philippians 4.13, your favorite Bible verse. Do you still believe that? I know I should, but I've been so mad at God for taking so much away from us. God can handle your questions, honey, and he'll show you how to be an overcomer if you let him. Me? An overcomer from this wheelchair? I don't see how. You will someday. Just wait till you see what God can do. Throughout our years of marriage, we had our fair share of challenges, but this accident cemented God's plan. As I watched God transforming Carlos to be my cheerleader, 
He loved me enough to let me cry, and he listened to my sad memories while always directing me back to what God can do in our lives if we just let him. Though Carlos believed I would someday find the strength to overcome my physical limitations, I spent a lot of time wallowing in my heartbreak, unsure if I even cared about getting back to some kind of life. Then a phone call changed things in the most unexpected way. Want me to get that for you? No, I'll get it. Hello? Corinne, it's Pastor Roberts. Oh, hi, Pastor. Corinne, how are you feeling today? Uh, oh, I, I'm okay, I guess. I'm glad to hear it, because I have a favor to ask of you. A favor? I'm not sure I'm in any position to be much help right now. But you are. You're just the person I need. I don't understand. Corinne, we need someone to help out with our comfort and care ministry. Is that the one where you call people offering prayer and encouragement? Right. You could talk to folks about how the Lord can help them overcome their issues. Hmm. You could do that, couldn't you? Pastor John, have you been talking to my husband? <laughs> What makes you ask that? Because he's always telling me God still has a plan for my life. I believe he's right. And what better way to overcome your own grief than by volunteering to do something to help someone else? Now I know you've been talking to my husband. <laughs> we can set it up right there in your home. You could be a great blessing to someone who needs you. Well, I'll think about it. Don't just think about it. Pray about it. I'll look forward to your answer. I hung up the phone thinking of a thousand reasons to say no. After all, my own faith was still shaken, so how could I even consider helping someone else? And if this had been Carlos's idea, I had a few things I wanted to discuss with him. Think you're pretty sneaky, huh? What? You know what? You knew Pastor Roberts was going to ask me about this hotline ministry, didn't you? Oh, dear. Guilty as charged. Carlos, you know I'm not in a position to help anyone. You're not if you keep your mind on yourself instead of the faithfulness of God. Carlos. Honey, the people on that hotline are hurting just like you are, only they may not know what you know. And what is that? That no matter how much we question or try to push God away, he says... I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Even runners like me. I do know that. You have to admit, he's been right here with us all along, loving you through your accident and recovery, helping us to take our eyes off ourselves. But I wouldn't know what to say to hurting people. I might just start crying with them. And that may be just what they need. Someone who will let them cry and then point them back to the one who loves them. When the new hotline prayer line was installed into our house, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. I had learned throughout the ups and downs of my life that scripture is absolutely true. What the enemy of this world means as evil can be used for good by the grace of God. My situation with all its hardships and sorrow could be used to help someone else. And as I was helping others, I found the strength I needed for myself to come back to life again. We both rejoiced over the blessing of learning to be an overcomer. <laughs> but it was so very hard for Carlos not to say, I told you so, Corinne. 
I can't believe you finally brought me here, Carlos. Well, anniversary dinners are supposed to be special, right? And expensive. Look at this menu. I remember someone telling me once that we were blessed so we can splurge every now and then. You're right, and I didn't get to splurge on that disastrous night, so I think I'm overdue for an expensive dinner. Uh-oh. Glad I brought my credit cards. That anniversary seems so long ago, and look how God has brought us through. You really love reaching out to people through the helpline, don't you? I think I found my purpose again. I never realized that when you help someone else, you get the blessing. I tried to tell you that. Yes, you did. But despite my struggles, when I put my mind on God and trust his love for me, I know everything's going to be all right. Sounds like my favorite scripture. My grace is sufficient for thee. For, for my strength, strength is, is made, made perfect, perfect in, in weakness. weakness. Even when your life changes and everything looks impossible? Even when I'm tempted to ask why. Which you've done for as long as I've known you. <laughs> <laughs> but now when I tell hurting people that it's okay to ask why, they listen. Because they know I'm still struggling too. We may never know the answer to why, but it's okay, because his grace is always enough. Even when you fall into a ditch? <laughs> Even then. Oh, Carlos, I'm so grateful. God's grace brought me up out of the rocks and stone that day. And though my body was broken, my spirit was not. Like I've always said, God always has a plan. Though I'm still confined to a wheelchair, I can honestly say I am a blessed woman. When I have a chance to tell others what God has done for me, I tell them to trust God, even when you find yourself in heartbreaking circumstances. He can make you an overcomer and teach you how to live your life and live it abundantly. That's when you'll know His grace really is enough for you. Listening friend, Jesus tells us in Matthew 11, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Corinne Bohannon could have given into the despair of having her life changed forever, but instead, she trusted God to use her life to glorify Him. Her questions were answered when she put her trust in Him. Have you learned to trust God with every problem and situation in your life? God sent His Son Jesus to suffer and die on a cross to set us free from worry and to give us the grace we need to confront every problem and most importantly, to give us eternal life with Him in heaven someday, if we confess and believe in Him as our Lord and Savior. Have you received the help you can find in Jesus, friend? And if you haven't, why not do so today? Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 promise that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you need help in making this crucial decision, we encourage you to get in touch with us here at Pacific Garden Mission. 
1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607, or call 1-888-NEED-HIM. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast and don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled In Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. All right, the prize for this sweepstakes contest is another beautiful wooden scripture plaque. The verse on this one is Psalm 34.1, which says, I will bless the Lord at all times. This is a gorgeous little thing, especially if you're looking for daily inspiration from Scripture. You will love this authentic wooden plaque. The plaque has been sawn from a tree branch or log and cut in such a way as to retain as much of the bark around the perimeter as possible. And this one's even got some (laughs) extra character, as it looks like a knot from the tree was sawn off with it. If you'd like a peek at this scripture plaque, you're welcome to visit our podcast website, unshackledpodcast.org, and stop by the audio drama page for a picture. And next time... I was born in Cardiff, Wales, the son of the pastor of one of the largest churches in the west of Britain. My father was Seth Joshua, a most remarkable man. Son of a preacher, Peter Joshua had been raised to walk in the light. I entered a seminary and assisted my father in his work while I was a student. I sang in the choir, taught a Bible class, helped administer the Lord's Supper, and even preached in my father's pulpit. But found life took him in a different direction that was a lot more glamorous. Momentary glamour and fun led to despondence. I was clean out, flat broke, and making my home on a bench in Hyde Park on a drizzly, chilly evening. Would he re-examine his life and decide to turn to the light? I have good news for you. Christ Jesus came into the world to save you. Don't miss this listener favorite, the true story of Peter Joshua coming soon on Unshackled. Heard in the true story of Corinne Bohannon were Alana Arenas, Chaz Campbell, Victor Cole, Vicki Myers, and Michael Martin. Original music, Don Badorf. Sound effects, Martin Robinson. Recording engineer David Pierczynski, audio engineer Michael Kahn, script Karen Knight. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ.